Hare Krishna, my dear devotees, welcome back to the daily readings of Śrīla Prabhupāda's books right here in the live studios in the Haven, which is located in Hyde, Kent, Southeast England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. <clears throat> I deeply apologize yesterday. <clears throat> I lost my voice completely after this very intense meetings I was in. <clears throat> And other things, and uh, I forgot to push the post button, and so it didn't get out to you in time. And I heard devotees were worried if I were okay. Actually, I'm quite okay, and I'm getting better. Actually, uh, it seems like I did have some kind of virus, viral or bacterial infection, but we're getting better. Thank you very much for your tender, loving care. Srimad Bhagavatam Mahima Stotram by Srila Sanatan Goswami glorifies and explains what the Srimad Bhagavatam is very nicely. It goes like this Sarva Shastabdipi Yusha, Sarva Vedaika Satpala, Sarva Siddhanta Rattaja, Sarva Lokaika Drikprada. O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana, Srimad Bhagavata Prabho, Kali Dvandoditaditya, Sri Krishna Parivartita. O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master, Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam, You are the sun, the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Śrī Krishna. Paramananda-pātāya prema-varśakṣadāyate sarvada sarvasevyaya Śrī Krishnaya namostume I bow down to you who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna Himself. Mareka bando matsangin, madguro man mahadana, manistadaka madbhagya, madananda namastute. My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu sadu tadayin atini chuchata kada hanamun chakadachin mam premnarit kantayakspuda. O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me, always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Alright, we've reached the 26th chapter of the 4th Canto of the Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam, the anagorical personality, Puranjana, representing the soul, has come back from hunting, exhausted. We're starting with text 12. After this, King Puranjana decorated his body with suitable ornaments. He also smeared scented sandalwood pulp over his body, and put on flower garlands. In this way he became completely refreshed. After this, he began to search out his queen. Purport When a man comes into good consciousness and accepts a saintly person as a spiritual master, he hears many Vedic instructions in the form of philosophy, stories, narrations about great devotees, and transactions between God and His devotees. 
In this way a man becomes refreshed in mind, exactly like a person who smears scented sandalwood pulp all over his body and decorates himself with ornaments. These decorations may be compared to knowledge of religion and the self. Through such knowledge, one becomes detached from, the, from a materialistic way of life and engages himself in always hearing Srimad Bhagavatam, Bhagavad Gita, and other Vedic literatures. The word Sadvalankrita, Sadvalankrita, used in this verse, indicates that one must be absorbed in knowledge gathered from the instructions of saintly persons. Just as King Puranjana began to search out his better half, the queen, who is decorated with knowledge and instructions from saintly persons, should try to search out his original consciousness, Krishna consciousness. One cannot return to Krishna consciousness unless he is favored by the instructions of a saintly person. Therefore, Śrīla Narottam Das Thakur sings, Sadhu Shastra Guru Bhakya Chitete Kriya Aikya. If we want to become saintly persons, or if we want to return to our original Krishna consciousness, we must associate with Sadhu, a saintly person, Shastra, authoritative Vedic literature, and Guru, a bona fide spiritual master. This is the process. Text 13 <clears throat> After taking his dinner and having his thirst and hunger satisfied, King Baranjana felt some joy within his heart. Instead of being elevated <clears throat> to a higher consciousness, he became captivated by Cupid and was moved by a desire to find his wife who kept him satisfied in his household life. Purport. This verse is very significant for those desiring to elevate themselves to a higher level of consciousness. When a person is initiated by a spiritual master, he changes his habits and does not eat undesirable eatables or engage in the eating of meat, the drinking of liquor, illicit sex or gambling. Sattvika ahara, foodstuffs and the mode of goodness, are described in the Shastras as wheat, rice, vegetables, fruits, milk, sugar and milk products. Simply food like rice, dal, chapatis, vegetables, milk and sugar can constitute a balanced diet. But sometimes it is found that it initiated person in the name of prashad eats very luxurious foodstuffs. Due to his past sinful life, he becomes attracted by Cupid and eats good food voraciously. It is clearly visible that when a neophyte in Krishna consciousness eats too much, he falls down. Instead of being elevated to pure Krishna consciousness, he becomes attracted by Cupid. The so-called brahmachari becomes agitated by women and the vanaprastha may again become captivated into having sex with his wife or he may begin to search out another wife. Due to some sentiment, he may give up his own wife and come into the association of devotees and, and a spiritual master, but due to his past sinful life, he cannot stay. Instead of being elevated, to Krishna consciousness, he falls down, being attracted by Cupid, and takes to another wife for sex enjoyment. The fall of the neophyte devotee from the path of Krishna consciousness down to material life is described in Srimad Bhagavatam 1.5.17 by Narada Muni. Chaktva Sudharamam Chadanam Bhujam Harer Bhajan apakvo tapatetato yadi yatra kovadram yatra kovabadram amud amushyakim kovarta apto 
bhajatam sudharmataha. This indicates that although a neophyte devotee may fall down from the path of Krishna consciousness due to his immaturity, his service to Krishna never goes in vain. However, a person who remains steadfast in his family duty or so-called social or family obligation but does not take to Krishna consciousness receives no profit. One who comes to Krishna consciousness must be very cautious and refrain from prohibited activities as defined by Rupa Goswami in his Upadashamrita. Atyahara prayashascha prajalpo niyamagraha janasangash chalolyam cha shadbir bhaktir vinashtati Upadishamrita 2 A neophyte devotee should neither eat too much nor collect more money than necessary. Eating too much or collecting too much is called atyahara. For such atyahara, one must endeavor very much. This is called prayasa. Superficially, one may show himself to be very much faithful to the rules and regulations, but at the same time not, not be fixed in the regulative principles. This is called niyamagraha. By mixing with undesirable persons or janasanga, one becomes tainted with lust and greed and falls down from the path of devotional service. Text 14 At that time, King Puranjana was a little anxious and he inquired from the household women, My dear beautiful women, are you and your mistress all very happy like before or not? Purport In this verse, the word Vedishat indicates King Prachinabharhi. When a man becomes refreshed, by association with devotees and awakes to Krishna consciousness, he consults the activities of his mind, namely thinking, feeling, and willing, and decides whether he should return to his material activities or stay steady in spiritual consciousness. The word kushalam refers to that which is, in, is auspicious. One can make his home perfectly auspicious when he engages in devotional service to Lord Vishnu. When one is engaged in activities other than Vishnu Bhakti, or in other words, when one is engaged in material activities, he is always filled with anxieties. A sane man should consult his mind, its thinking, feeling, and willing processes, and decide how these processes should be utilized. If one always thinks of Krishna, feels how to serve Him, and wills to execute the order of Krishna, it should be known that He has taken good instruction from His intelligence, which is called the Mother. Although the king was refreshed, he nonetheless inquired about his wife. Thus, he was consulting, thinking, and willing how he could return to his steady, good consciousness. The mind may suggest that by Vishaya Boga or sense enjoyment one can become happy. But when one becomes advanced in Krishna consciousness he does not derive happiness from material activities. This is explained in Bhagavad Gita 2.59 Vishaya Vinivartante Niraha Rasidehina Rasavarjam Risopyasya Padam Drishtva Nivartate. The embodied soul may be restricted from sense enjoyment, although the taste for sense objects remains. But ceasing, ceasing such engagements by experiencing a higher taste, he is fixed in consciousness. One cannot be unattached to the sense objects unless he finds better engagement in devotional service. Padang drishtva 
Nivartate. One can cease from material activities only when one actually engages in devotional service. Text 15 King Paranjana said, I do not understand why my household paraphernalia does not attract me as before. I think that, I think that if, if there is neither mother nor devoted wife at home, the home is like a chariot without wheels. Where is the fool who will sit down on such an unworkable chariot? Purport The great politician Chanakya Pandit said, Mata yasya grihe nasti varya cha priyabhadini adanyam tenagantavyam yataranyam tatagriham. If a person has neither a mother nor a pleasing wife at home, he should leave home and go to the forest, because for him there is no difference between the forest and home. The real mata, or mother, is devotional service to the Lord, and the real patni, or devoted wife, is, the wife, is a wife who helps her husband execute religious principles in devotional service. These two things are required for a happy home. Actually, a woman is supposed to be the energy of the man. Historically, in the background of every great man, there is either a mother or a wife. One's household life is very successful if he has both a good wife and mother. In such a case, everything about household affairs and all the paraphernalia in the house becomes very pleasing. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had both a good mother and pleasing wife, and he was very happy at home. Nonetheless, for the benefit of the whole human race, he took sannyas and left both his mother and wife. In other words, it is essential that one have both a good mother and wife in order to become perfectly happy at home. Otherwise, home life has no meaning. Unless one is religiously guided by intelligence and renders devotional service under the Supreme Personality of Godhead, his home can never become pleasing to a saintly person. In other words, if a man has a good mother <clears throat> or a good wife, there is no need of his taking sannyas. That is, unless it is absolutely necessary, as it was for Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Text 16 Kindly let me know the whereabouts of that beautiful woman who always saves me when I am drowning in the ocean of danger. By giving me good intelligence at every step, she always saves me. Purport There is no difference between a good wife and good intelligence. One who possesses good intelligence can deliberate properly and save himself from many dangerous conditions. In material existence, there is danger at every step. In Srimad Bhagavatam 10.14.58, it is said, Padang, Padang, Yad Bipadang, Nateisham. This material world is not actually a place of residence for an intelligent person or a devotee, because here there is danger at every step. Vaikuntha is the real home for the devotee, for there, for there is no anxiety and no danger. Good intelligence means becoming Krishna conscious. In the Chaitanya Charitamrita it is said, Krishna ye bhaje se bada chatura. One who is Krishna conscious, he cannot be called. Unless one is Krishna conscious, he cannot be called an intelligent person. Herein we see that King Puranjana was searching after his good wife, who always helped him out of the dangerous situations 
that always occur in material existence. As always explained, a real wife is dharmapatni, that is, a woman accepted in marriage by ritualistic ceremony is called dharmapatni, which signifies that she is accepted in terms of religious principles. Children born of dharmapatni or a woman married according to religious principles inherit the property of the father, but children born of a woman who is not properly married do not inherit, inherit the father's property. The word dharmapatni also refers to a chaste wife. A chaste wife is one who never had any connection with men before her marriage. Once a woman is given the freedom to mingle with all kinds of men in her youth, it is very difficult for her to keep chaste. She generally cannot remain chaste. When butter is brought into the proximity of fire, it melts. The woman is like fire and man is like butter. But if one gets a chaste wife, accepted through a religious marriage ritual, she can be of great help when one is threatened by the many dangerous situations of life. Actually, such a wife can become the source of all good intelligence. With such a wife, the family's engagement in the devotional service of the Lord actually makes a home a grihasta ashram or household dedicated to spiritual cultivation. Text 17 All the women address the king, O master of the citizens, we do not know why your dear wife has taken on this sort of existence? O killer of enemies, kindly look. She is lying on the ground without bedding. We cannot understand why she is acting in this way. Purport When a person is devoid of devotional service or Vishnu Bhakti, he takes to many sinful activities. King Paranjana left home, neglected his own wife, and engaged himself in killing animals. This is the position of all materialistic men. They do not care for a married chaste wife. They take the wife only as an instrument for sense enjoyment, not as a means for devotional service. To have unrestricted sex life, the karmis work very hard. They have concluded that the best course is to have sex with any woman and simply pay the price for her, as though she were a mercantile commodity. Thus they engage their energy in working very hard for such material acquisitions. Such materialistic people have lost their good intelligence. They must search out their intelligence within the heart. A person who does not have a chaste wife accepted by religious principles, always has a bewildered intelligence. The wife of King Paranjana was lying on the ground because she was neglected by her husband. Actually, the woman must always be protected by her husband. We always speak of the goddess of fortune as being placed on the chest of Narayana. In other words, the wife must remain embraced by her husband. Thus she becomes beloved and well protected. Thus she becomes beloved and well protected. Just as one saves his money and places it under his own personal protection, one should similarly protect his wife by his own personal supervision. Just as intelligence is always within the heart, so a beloved chaste wife should always have her place on the chest of a good husband. This is the proper relationship between husband and wife. A wife is therefore called ardhangani, or half of the body. One cannot remain with only one leg, one hand, or only one side of the body. He must have two sides. Similarly, according to nature's way, husband and wife should live together. 
In the lower species of life, among birds and animals, it is seen that by nature's arrangement, the husband and wife live together. It is similarly ideal in human life for the husband and wife to live together. The home should be a place for devotional service and the wife should be chaste and accepted by a ritualistic ceremony. In this way, one can become happy at home. Text 18 The great sage Narada continued, My, ding, my dear King Prachinabharhi, as soon as King Puranjana saw his queen lying on the ground, appearing like a mendicant, he immediately became bewildered. Purport. In this verse, the word avadutam is especially significant, for it refers to a mendicant who does not take care of his body. Since the queen was lying on the ground without bedding or and proper dress, King Puranjana became very much aggrieved. In other words, he repented that he had neglected his intelligence and had engaged himself in the forest in killing animals. In other words, when one's good intelligence is separated or neglected, he fully engages in sinful activities. Due to neglecting one's good intelligence or Krishna consciousness, one becomes bewildered and engages in sinful activities. Upon realizing this, a man becomes repentant. Such repentance is described by Naratam Das Thakur. Hari Hari Bipale Janama Gwainu Manusya Janama Poya Radha Krishna Na Bhajya Janiya Shuniya Vishakainu. Naratam Das Thakur herein says that he repents for having spoiled his human life and knowingly drunk poison. By not being Krishna conscious, one willingly drinks the poison of material life. The purport is that one certainly becomes addicted to sinful activities when he becomes devoid of his good chaste wife or when he has lost his good sense and does not take to Krishna consciousness. Text 19 The king with a grieved mind, began to speak to his wife with very pleasing words. Although he was filled with regret and tried to pacify her, he could not see any symptom of anger caused by love within the heart of his beloved wife. Purport The king very much regretted having left his queen and having gone to the forest to execute sinful activities. When a person regrets his sinful activities, the abandoning of Krishna consciousness and good intelligence, his path of deliverance from the path of material clutches is opened. As stated in Srimad Bhagavatam 5.5.5 Parabhavas Tabad Abodajato Yavan Najigya Sata Atmatatvam. When a person loses his Krishna consciousness and loses interest in self realization, he must engage in sinful activities. All one's activities in, li in a life devoid of Krishna consciousness simply lead to defeat and misuse of one's life. Naturally, one who comes to Krishna consciousness regrets his previous sinful activities in the human form. Only by this process can one be delivered from the clutches of nations or ignorance in materialistic life. Text 20 Because the king was very expert in flattery, he began to pacify his queen very slowly. First he touched her two feet, then embraced her nicely, seating her on his lap, and began to speak as follows. Purport. One, is to, one has to awaken 
his Krishna consciousness by first regretting his past deeds. Just as King Puranjana began to flatter his queen, one should, by deliberate consideration, raise himself to the platform of Krishna consciousness. To attain such an end, one must touch the lotus feet of the spiritual master. Krishna consciousness cannot be achieved by self-endeavor. One must therefore approach a self-realized Krishna conscious person and touch his feet. Prahlad Maharaj therefore says, Naisham matis tabad urukramang grim sprishatyanartha pagamo yadarthaha mahi yasam padarajo pishekam niskinchananam naniritta yavat Bhagavatam 7.5.32 One cannot come to the precincts of Krishna consciousness unless he touches the feet, the dust of the lotus feet of the person who has become a Mahatma, a great devotee. This is the beginning of the surrendering process. Lord Krishna wants everyone to surrender unto Him. And this surrendering process begins when one touches the lotus feet of a bona fide spiritual master. By sincerely rendering service to a bona fide spiritual master, one begins his spiritual life in Krishna consciousness. Touching the lotus feet of a spiritual master means giving up one's false prestige and unnecessarily puffed up position in the material world. Those who remain in the darkness of material existence due to their falsely prestigious positions, so-called scientists and philosophers, are actually atheists. They do not know the ultimate cause of everything. Although bewildered, they are not ready to surrender themselves to the lotus feet of a person who knows things in their proper perspective. In other words, one cannot arouse Krishna consciousness simply by his own mental speculation. One must surrender to a bona fide spiritual master. Only this process can, will help one. Text 21 Puranjana Uvacha King Puranjana said, My dear beautiful wife, when a master accepts a servant as his own man, but does not punish him for his offenses, the servant must be considered unfortunate. Purport According to Vedic civilization, domestic animals and servants are treated exactly like one's children, like one's own children. Animals and children are sometimes punished, not out of vengeance, but out of love. Similarly, a master sometimes punishes his servant, not out of vengeance, but out of love, to correct him and bring him to the right point. Thus King Puranjana took his punishment dealt by his wife, the queen, as mercy upon him. He considered himself the most obedient servant of the queen. She was angry with him, angry at him, for his sinful activities, namely hunting in the forest and leaving her at home. King Puranjana accepted the punishment as actual love and affection from his wife. In the same way, when a person is punished by the laws of nature, by the will of God, he should not be disturbed. A real devotee thinks in this way. When a devotee is put into an awkward position, he takes it as the mercy of the Supreme Lord. This verse states that the devotee accepts a reversal of his position in life 
as a benediction by the Lord and consequently offers the Lord more obeisances and prayers, thinking that the punishment is due to his past misdeeds and that the Lord is punishing him very mildly. The punishment awarded by the state or by God for one's own faults is actually for one's benefit. In the Manu Sangita, it is said that the king should be considered merciful when he condemns a murderer to death because a murderer punished in this life becomes freed from his sinful activity and in the next life takes birth cleared of all sins. If one accepts punishment as a, as a reward dealt by the master, he becomes intelligent enough not to commit the same mistake again. This is one of my favorite sentences in the whole books. I'll read it again. If one accepts punishment as a reward dealt by the Master, he becomes intelligent enough not to commit the same mistake again. Text 23. 22, sorry. <clears throat> My dear slender maiden, when a master chastises his servant, the servant should accept this as great mercy. One who becomes angry must be very foolish not to know that such is the duty of his friend. One who becomes angry must be very foolish not to know that such is the duty of his friend. Report. It is said that when a foolish man is instructed in something very nice, he generally cannot accept it. Indeed, he actually becomes angry. Such anger is compared to the poison of a serpent. For when a serpent is fed milk and bananas, its poison actually increases. Instead of becoming merciful or sober, the serpent increases its poisonous venom which fed nice, when fed nice foodstuffs. Similarly, when a fool is instructed, he does not rectify himself, but actually becomes angry. Text 23 My dear wife, your teeth are beautiful, very beautifully set, and your attractive features make you appear very thoughtful. Kindly give up your anger. Be merciful upon me and please smile upon me with loving attachment. When I see a smile on your beautiful face and when I see your hair which is as beautiful as the color blue and see your raised nose and hear your sweet talk, you will become more beautiful to me and thus attract me and oblige me. You are my most respected mistress. Purport. An effeminate husband, simply being attracted by the external beauty of his wife, tries to become her most obedient servant. Sripad Shankaracharya has therefore advised that we not become attracted by a lump of flesh and blood. His story is told that one time a man very much attracted to a beautiful woman wooed the woman in such a way that she devised a plan to show him the ingredients of her beauty. The woman made a date to see him and before seeing him she took a purgative and that whole day and night she simply passed stool and she preserved that stool in a pot. The next night when the man came to see her she appeared very ugly and emaciated. When the man inquired from her about the woman with whom he had, had, an, he had an engagement she replied, I am that very woman. The man refused to believe her, not knowing that she had lost all her beauty due to the violent purgative that caused her to pass stool day and night. When the man became, began to argue with her, the woman said that she was not looking beautiful because she was separated from the ingredients of her beauty. When the man asked how she could be so separated, the woman said, come on and I will show you. She then showed him the pot filled with liquid stool and vomit. 
Thus the man became aware that a beautiful woman is simply a lump of matter composed of blood, stool, urine, and similar other disgusting ingredients. This is the actual fact. But in a state of illusion, man becomes attracted by illusory beauty and becomes a victim of maya. King Paranjana begged his queen to return to her original beauty. He tried to revive her just as a living entity tries to revive his original consciousness, Krishna consciousness, which is very beautiful. All the beautiful features of the queen could be compared to the beautiful features of Krishna consciousness. When one returns to his original Krishna consciousness, he actually becomes steady and his life becomes successful. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. What a beautiful series of verses and purports by Srila Prabhupada. Okay, that brings us 7.45 almost. So we're going to stop here and begin the readings again from text 24 tomorrow. And wait patiently for the reflections of the devotees. Hare Krishna Hare Krishna It's from Shantarupa Shantarupa from Wales? Oh, Hare Krishna It's Hare Krishna Maharaj Good, you're getting better Oh, thank you very much. I feel better. Thank you. And from Gopakanya Devidasi. Yes, Gopakanya Devidasi. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj, and all assembled sages. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Srimad Bhagavatam. Jai Ho, Maharaj. Blessed, Jai Ho. Blessed to have you back. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's so good to be back. Sudevi Dasi says Hare Krishna Maharaj Hare Krishna Sudevi Dasi to you too Hare Krishna and from Dialogora Dialogora Hare Krishna Maharaj Hare Krishna and from Rati Manjari Hey Rati, Hare Krishna. Jai Guru Maharaj. Good to see you again. Thank you. Good to be here again. I mean, I'm actually addicted, and when I don't do this reading every night, I become, uh, I don't know, out of sorts. <laughs> I'm coming in late because of the Sankirtan meeting we had. Jai. All glories to the Sankirtan meetings. Thank you. And from Anandamurti? Yes, Anandamurti. Dear Guru Maharaj and all assembled devotees, please accept my humble obeisances. Hare Krishna. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Thank you so much for today's reading. There are very wonderful statements today. Hmm. Quote, by sincerely rendering service to a bona fide spiritual master, one begins his spiritual life in Krishna consciousness. Touching the lotus feet of a spiritual master means giving up one's false prestige and unnecessarily puffed up position in the material world. Mm. That's why I want to execute mission for distributing Srila Prabhupada's books under your guidance. Yesterday, one Bhagavad Gita and before yesterday, one Bhagavad Gita and one Srimad Bhagavatam Jai. distributed during lunch and after duty. Jai. Krishna gives me amazing arrangements to meet people on the streets. Yes, he does. That's a fact. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna. Om Tat Sat. Hare Krishna. 
Thank you for your steady service and your dedication to distributing Srila Prabhupada's books. It's faring you well. <coughs> and I think everyone can see it. This is from Rohini Nandana. Yes, Rohini Nandana. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj. Thank you so much for the reading. Please accept my humble obeisances. I thought it's an amazing point about the uncompromising attitude a man should have. If one has nothing going for him at home, just go to the forest. <laughs> a sobering reminder. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Yes, sobering reminder. These, these verses and purports explain and analyze so clearly and minutely just how sophisticated the material energy is and how it uh, bewilders the conditioned soul in this material world. It's meant to do that, actually. Hare Krishna. This is from Nikki. Hare Krishna, Bhakti <coughs> Nikki. Hare Krishna, Maharaj. We are so blessed to hear from you this evening. Hare Krishna. Today I heard the following gems. When a devotee is placed in an awkward position, he sees it as mercy from the Lord. Hmm. Material life is so full of awkwardness, so the Lord is very merciful. Tonight also reminded me that when I react in anger, I'm acting like a fool. Daily readings, Kijai. Hmm. Jai. This is the goal of transcendental knowledge. And we heard about it in the purports. When a good person does something bad, he feels bad. When a bad person does something bad, he feels good. So if a person, after doing something wrong, repents, that repentance is actually purifying. And it's a part of the process of devotional service, as we heard. And thus one is actually repentant of one's past sinful activities or even present sinful activities. The door to Krishna consciousness does not open and he stays repeatedly addicted to material sense gratification. is from Ananda Murti. Mm. This quotation is so nice. Tate nu kampang sushimikshamano punjane vatmakritang vipakam ridvagvapur birhidan namaste jiveta yo mukti pade sadayabak. This verse states that the devotee accepts a reversal of his position in life as a benediction by the Lord and consequently offers the Lord more obeisances and prayers thinking that the punishment is due to his past misdeeds and that the Lord is punishing him very mildly. Yes, this is one of Srila Prabhupada's favorite verses and he quotes it or uh, paraphrases it as, me as, me as much as any other verse in the Bhagavatam. And I highly recommend every devotee to read the purport to that verse very carefully. It is a paraphrase of Sridhar Swami's the first commentator on the Bhagavatam his uh, commentary There's something here from Rati Manjari. Rati, please continue. 
Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my respectful obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you for one more reading. Tonight I found it beautiful to hear how one must touch the lotus feet of the spiritual master to make spiritual advancement. And the story of liquid beauty was transcendentally shocking. I pray that I may one day realize that I am not my body, nor are all others. That would make my life so much easier. Hmm. Absolutely. And thank you for that sharing. Hare Krishna. Well, I feel completely refreshed uh, after feeling separation for another day. I mean, this is the end of the month. Tomorrow is the end of the month. And I think I missed like seven days, which is more than the average for sure. And I just want to tell you that, uh, you know, I'm so happy to still be here doing this service. I think it's an extremely important service for our whole movement uh, and it should be spread this simple uh, reading out loud of, Sh- Sh- of Srimad Bhagavatam or of all of any of Srila Sh- Prabhupada's books or all of them uh, to devotees and get them accustomed to hearing them because from what I hear from the different devotees they, under- they understand it more clearly when it's been read carefully uh, and clearly, when you sit down with the book, with the, just reading with the eyes, sometimes it's hard, especially in Kali Yuga. The educational systems are not so strong, and therefore people have forgotten how to read, frankly. So this is wonderful, and uh, it's a way to put you know, Srila Prabhupada uh, squarely in the center of the movement as the founder Acharya. His teachings are the basis of our movement and our lives and we should feel His presence, all of us, whether we're His initiated uh, disciple or not. He is the Shiksha Guru for everyone in the ISKCON movement and it's our duty to maintain that uh, situation as, as Prabhupada desired. And the way to do it is to continue to discuss Srimad Bhagavatam, the way we are. So, Hare Krishna. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Samaveda Bhakta Brinda ki jai. Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bo. See you tomorrow at the same time, same place, same topic as King Paranjana uh, tries to pacify his intelligence in the form of his wife. Hare Krishna. See you tomorrow.